Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm and I'm Kobe. <laughs> and today we are talking about how to handle stress. There is so much going on in the world and in our personal lives that we need to learn how to navigate stress the right way. Girls, how have y'all been? <laughs> For the most part. Nah, let me keep it real. So it'd be some ups and it'd be some downs. But like I said, um, in the past, it's just like as much as you can focus on the stresses, you can focus on all the good things that are going on in life too. So yes, there are times I do feel overwhelmed, you know, um, mainly just adjusting with, you know, moving into my mom's house adjusting like helping taking care of her being her primary caretaker and then you know but also along with you know balancing everything else out soul filling you know such as jarvis like you know the distance as well as in that is is just trying to make sure because you know houston is a big city y'all so and just trying to like you know balance basically and and everything that's important to you and the, the and goals that you do have set out for yourself as well and making sure those things you're taking care of as well so it can get a little overwhelming sometimes and it can you know get overbearing and but it's just like on those days when I'm feeling overwhelmed I'm just gonna be real I'm just like hey this is one of my days and I just gotta feel that emotion go through whatever it is maybe I'm gonna cry it out maybe I'm gonna you know be upset or agitated that day or whatever the case a little moody you know but um I do I'm just a human like and humans is human I feel like it's a part of our human nature until we do get control of other situations so even okay going through that having one of my days I was able to just the following day identify like and I think this was the day when Tiff I think we had one of our meetings you asked you know how are y'all doing how are y'all feeling you know how y'all feeling and it was that moment where you just feel overwhelmed. That's the only word that you can feel. And then um, I think it went back to, you know, Jarvis' mom. Um, she was like, yes, you know, you you look stressed. I'm stressed out. I'm like, I don't even think that out of my life. But then I had to really evaluate. And I'm like, okay, I'm not stressed. But then I realized, like, you don't have to be stressed. In that moment, I just had a aha moment, like, you, there's no reason to be stressed out like when I literally like look at all the, the pros look at all the cons it's like you have a reason but you really you don't have to let that reason consume if that makes sense you don't have to give that so much power so it's like what can you control I'm sorry I'm talking a lot but I, this was the moment I was having with myself like what can you control and it's all about the control factor and it's like sometimes but these outside sources, whether they're doing it intentionally or not is doing it intentionally, but whatever they be, we let them like weigh so heavy on our shoulders, weigh so like weigh so hard on us. And it's just like sometimes it's not even necessary because it's like you, you, we are all constantly going through this learning process, we're growing, we're evolving. So it's like in that process, Yes, things may seem tough and may seem urgent, but 
we really have to enjoy the process. And if we lose sight of the process, it's like we're going to look back on this time and be like, man, I wish I would have cherished that moment. I wish I would have fun during that time. It's like really just cherishing the moment. And so, girl, that was my aha moment. And I know I went kind of right in, but yeah. <laughs> no, that was perfect and well said. And, you know, just to add on to that, you know, I feel like life is what you make it. And right now for me, life is good. You know, I look around and I have, you know, my family, my friends, you know, during this hard time, I still have a job, still have, you know, money coming in, still have my health, you know, growing a healthy baby. So life is good for me. Life is good. That's so good to hear. Um, life is good over here too. And when you talked about jazz, um, managing what you can control, I think that's one of the key things that you can do. And I have a whole list of tips on how we could navigate. Yes, I'm sure you guys do too. Like y'all yeah, do too. But um, just offsite, I mean, I've taken on a lot of new projects and it's all things that I pray to God for. <laughs> so I think it's so funny. It's just like, sometimes we pray for these things, but not realizing, you know, how taxing it could be on you. But it I comes with it. Okay, okay. You pray for <laughs> more money. You pray for a, a husband. You pray for a, a new job or two. And um, but there's work that comes with it. And so with that, like, yes, I'm so thankful that I got the projects that God has given me. But also, it's been a buttload of work. And I think it's all about the way you view it remembering that you pray for this. And so when you remember that you pray for something, then you're like, okay, no, I'm grateful for this. And I know God is not gonna give me too much that I can't handle. And then also it's just like, like it is a choice. I know the duties that I have, I stress about it or do I get it done? <laughs> or really evaluating, okay, knowing, also knowing that there's gonna be a learning curve in whatever you do. So yes, knowing that sometimes it's going to be hard. Like sometimes it's like, okay, if I could just get through this month, if I could just absorb all this information to get on my the right schedule, I'll be good. And so knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel alleviates that stress. But if you're like, oh, I can't do this. How can I figure this out? Da -da 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 -da. Like you're, you're going to more of a chaotic mode and that's just gonna breed more stress. So it's just like acknowledging your, the stressors that you have in your life, but there are three different solution-based or well, different ways that you can handle stress that I could go through that you can attack these stressful situations. Um, Before you do that, I would just real quick, real quick, on that note of identifying, you know, the stressors, part of that, I just really want, really quick want to say that part of that is identifying your role in the stress in your life. Because a lot of times we don't think about that. We don't realize our habits, our attitudes, and the excuses that we make to think, you know, in our role in the stress that we have. Is, and for example, I'll say this, with me, there are situations that I've gotten myself in, you know, that I was overwhelmed and stressed. And it's like, had I managed my time better, I wouldn't be stressed out and rushing to work and, you know, trying to hurry up and get some stuff done. You know what I'm saying? It's, 
So it's like you could have did something last night. And so you wouldn't be waking up stressing this morning. You got 10 things to do today that you should have be, you know, that you could have done over the past week. Um, managing my money. You know, there was times when, you know, there was stuff that came up, things that were doing. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. And hey, you know, because I have this, you know, abundance, you know, this overflow, you know, you just see that money in your account. You're like, oh, I got nothing to do right now. I'm just out there, you know, hey. <laughs> and you start spending that money and then not even thinking about those emergency situations that you might need those funds for. Um, managing my energy. I think about times when, you know, I've just given myself to different areas and different parts of my life when maybe I should have been focusing on something else and or you know scrolling through instagram i was watching that tv show stayed up late watching tv when i know i should have been studying or no i should you know stayed at that party stayed out at the bar when i know and i should have been in the bed so i could get up for work and you know for the next day now i'm late and rushing in, in traffic Move, get out the way you know look come on <laughs> girl you mad you got you mad at everybody else I, look i know you mad at me i know that's not what y'all wanted to hear so so thanks i know that's not what y'all wanted to hear but you have to realize your role in the stress in your life. Your role stress in Girl, your life. You have more to do with us than anything else, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Oh. You know, I'm not talking about the outside things that we can't change because there are those things. But for the most part, a lot of the things that we stress out about is, is stuff that we, we put on ourselves. Yes. And I'm glad that you were saying like how we be up <laughs> in the car, like really mad at everybody else around us trying to get to work on time and stuff like that. But even last night, I noticed myself, I was like, <laughs> I was really, like I was, I was doing work from 10 a.m. because I worked out in the morning, 10 a.m. Yeah. to 12, 12 p.m. Like nonstop, like I wasn't even eating. And my mom just kept asking to do stuff. Take out the trash and then you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had to tell myself, okay, you're not you're not mad that she's telling you to do all this stuff. You're mad because you have all this other work that you have to do. But I think that it's very you have to be very mindful about, you know, what how are you treating the people? that you love and that are around you when you are stressed because it can when you're stressed about something or anxious about something or just doing something you're on the run on the go all the time when people come in and try to intersect and, and stuff they could be just saying hi like oh i brought you some food no if they say they brought me some food i'll be happy but something else <laughs> but like you get like i'm just trying to finish this up like can you get out of my face but yeah we don't the reason why, going back to our lives on why we take on a whole bunch of things, it goes back to always, like, we want more time with our family, you know, we want more freedom and stuff like that. Whatever your why is usually has to do with the people you love. And, but if you ain't treating the people you love right, even when you're stressed, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's a good point. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up. So I did want to um, bring up the different ways we could attack these stressors and so and y'all tell me which ones that y'all usually do or tell me if you do all three okay so it has an emotion um emotion based 
Mm -hmm. All this is an emotion, but I'm gonna read this. Emotion-based coping, basically. And so you're regulating the negative emotions and reactions that stress causes. So stress causes things like anxiousness, sadness, fear, anger, and things of that nature. So when you're emotionally coping, you're trying to change that emotion. You're trying to just like, okay, how do I feel right now? I feel anxious. All right, Tiff, tell yourself everything's gonna be okay. You're gonna get through this. There's light at the end of the tunnel. It's basically saying, you have a lot to be grateful for right now. So it's basically changing your emotions. You turn your fear into like, nah, I got this. You turn that anxiousness into like, okay, let me calm down. I can get through this. So that's one way to cope. And then they have the one they said, problem solving. And so this is taking the steps to remove the stressors out of your life. So say you're in a toxic relationship and you always feel stressed when you're talking to old boy. And so what do you do? You see what your stressor is and like, there's one common denominator, him. <laughs> so you might have to make the decision to, to kick him to the curb or um, you have all these projects you have, you might have to tell yourself, okay, I might need to let one of these go or I need to do something else. And then, um, so just seeing what are, what is actually stressing you out and then cutting those things out. So that's like um, cutting your problems out. And then solution is finding a solution to your stressor. So say that you are overwhelmed with work. I keep thinking about work overwhelmed with work so now you're saying like okay so I cannot be stressed let me wake up at 5 p.m I know 5 a.m <laughs> 5 a.m to get this work done and so um you'll have more time to do your work and so there's just different ways that we can handle these stressors instead of just harping on oh I'm stressed let me just you know go to sleep <laughs> and then be stressed when I wake up yeah, I think each situation for me in my life, when there are moments that I come across, um, I utilize all three in some instances. I utilize one of them. You know, it just depends on the situation. But I know for the most part, I start off like my initial response is emotional because I know a lot of times when things happen, other people around me are like freaking out. And, you know, it's like it's physically you can see the stress. You know, but for me, I'm a fake it to lie. You're not going to know I'm stressed. I'm going to be, you know, cool, calm, collective. It's not going to be all over my face. For some people, it's written on their face and their movements, and they just can't even control it. So for me, I start off my initial response to any situation is always going to be emotional. And then it's going to be one of the other two or all three. Mine too. And <laughs> you're right. Kobe is like, she could change the emotions really quickly. Me, I must be for myself, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did the email get sent out? What are we gonna do? And then Kobe's just like, okay, this is what we're gonna do in her calm voice. This is what we're gonna do. I sent out the email, everything's fine. And then we scheduled it for next week. I'm like, oh, okay, I just got <laughs> But that's really good. It takes me, it takes me, I guess I go to a solution based, like, how can we fix it? How can we fix it? And then later I'm like, okay, so if you really reacted kind of sporadic, 
how can I like calm myself down? How do I need to change my thinking? So I guess starting off for me, it's like solution-based, solution-based. And then it's like, yeah. who's tripping? Calm your ass down. mine I think for me I'm thinking of problem solving kind of like intertwined with solution it can it kind of depends on the situation though because for certain situations I can sort of shift but for the most part I'm like thinking problem solve problem solve how can this be like solved solution behind it and then but I'm in most situations I'm pretty chill, but it takes a lot to or a, a maybe situation I can kind of like shift off. But I'm typically like thinking like, okay, what's the best way to do this? What's the best way to do this? But also I did want to mention though, like so there are different stress relievers, but like I'm thinking like sometimes when you're like feeling like super, super stressed, what are like some coping mechanisms that y'all? like may take and I know it can be different like you may like to exercise or you may like to I don't know go out in nature work out journal you know what are some things that you like to do the event like you just so stressed so overwhelmed and like you just need to like a, a mental breather like or an emotional breather I'm glad you brought that up because um a few weeks ago I was messed up yeah I know but um and so I was really, really, really sad. And I guess I wasn't really, it wasn't really as much as stress, but I was really sad. And so what I started doing when I was like down is I started doing anything I could to feel better. Um, and so, and when I felt a sense of joy come up, I wrote it down. I was like, okay, you know how we are saying, write down your, your stress, your stress trigger, triggers. I want to say write down your joy triggers as well so you could go back to those things when you feel down so different things would would help me feel joy so one would be I was driving in the car to Chick-fil-a because I was doing a bad coping mechanism but on the way Chris Brown came on like a old school Chris Brown song and I was just like you know when you it's all nostalgic so you want to start dancing you know all the words and singing I was like Okay, let me write that down. Some nostalgic music that really get me going. So I'm like, music is one, but it'd be that random music, that random song that you ain't heard in a long time. That'd be it. And then it made me just go into like listening to all these old junior high music that we used to listen to. So that's one. And then um, <laughs> laughing, laughing is one of them. So I started watching um kev on stage i don't know if you guys know him kev on stage has a podcast with this girl named angel and it's called here's the thing and so whenever i start feeling sad having like negative thoughts uh hopeless thoughts i would listen to them and i would just laugh and laugh and laugh i literally was listening to them uh, before this podcast and then um um and then just talking talking to and talking to people that are um distant from me so um you know I'll talk to my mom but I also sought out people that had really good hearts but weren't so close that they couldn't they had like a, a very unbiased objective stance 
and just a new voice to listen to. So I was able to go on a walk with some new friends and they really just talked me through some things. And so that really helped. And then also just, um, those are just three things. So I'm a, I could go on and on, but jot down what brings you joy and tap into those things when you're stressed. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, I will say this. There are certain situations where, you know, you could, those, those things like exercising, um, journaling, uh, swimming, whatever. I don't know that I have different things that I do cooking, you know, spending time with family, watching TV, you know, whatever it is. But sometimes there are situations where, you know, you could do those activities that used to work. And then after is after that TV show goes off, after you finish working out, after you finish um, talking, you know, it out with someone and, you know, after you do those things, the problem is still there. The problem is still, you know, in your face, you still have those issues. And so it's like, in a sense, I, and I know this is going to be unpopular opinion, but they're like those temporary um, mechanisms. You can say, oh, I'm a, you know, pray, not, like, don't get me wrong. Prayer does work and it, it does change things. You know, you can meditate and do all those things, but it's like you still, you come out of those situations and the problem is like, still, what's up? What, what you going to do? And so for those you know, I do want to dive a little bit deeper into some other mechanisms that have worked to me. And we are going to call them the four A's. And the first thing <laughs> is avoid. And I know I'm not trying to say avoid, you know, just avoid it and act like it's not there. No, I'm saying um, there are times where you can avoid certain situations by simply saying no. Um, you know, going back to Tiffany, you know, the guy, that guy that you know is stressing you out and bringing drama to your life when he texts you. No, I was listening to Pastor Todd last weekend, Michael Todd, and he was um, talking about um, soul ties and, you know, these different relationships that hold you back. And he was like, some of y'all honestly need to change, you know, people's name in your phone to, you know, don't, you know, it was something he said. It wasn't do not answer, but it was just like distraction. That's what it was, distraction. Change their name to distraction in your phone. Distraction is texting. Distraction is calling. Distraction trying to FaceTime you. Distraction no, trying to get I did that. <laughs> I changed somebody's name to no years ago. And <laughs> recently, they've been calling me and texting me. And I'm like, who is no? I'm like, but it was a reminder, like, no. No. Nope. 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 Not today. <laughs> I know. And then <laughs> like Jasmine, Charles, she always told me, this is a good one. Just delete the whole number out the phone. Just delete, delete it. it. Yep. Because yeah. it does save you from that that heartache. But mm -hmm. sometimes that number comes right back. And that's <laughs> that's what makes <laughs> me strong. But pro proceed, Kobe. Can you talk <laughs> Yes, really, it's just about boundaries and knowing your limits and sticking to them. You have to know what it is that you, you know, sometimes we want to help our family members. We want to help our coworkers. We want to, you know, just help everybody around us. But when we do that, 
it's taken away from other things that we need. We could be doing for ourselves and our family or, you know, whatever it is. So sometimes it's just, you have to avoid those situations, avoid those people, avoid those circumstances, you know, and put stuff on your to-do list and put stuff on your not-to-do list. Like, I'm not going to do this today. I'm not going to. And stick to that and say, no, no. Can I say yes. one thing about boundaries, though? And yes. So, <laughs> I want to say as women, as black women, and it could be anybody or someone with a really good heart, we try to do the most for everyone. We want to, you need this? I got you. Like, we want to be that down person. Like, could mm-hmm. we just want to gener- uh, genuinely be there for that person? But I will say this, when you have boundaries, that shows that you not only value yourself and your time, but it also brings a certain respect mm-hmm. from other people. Because when, like, um, so I have a, so I have a company that I've started, and I have some people on my board, and um, sometimes, and so they're not paid at the moment. So sometimes we have a meeting every Monday, and then. Um, usually at seven and then one day I was like can we start a little later and then one of the board members was like I can't uh I have a very strict I have a very strict um bedtime because I want to get up at a certain time and I just love the fact that she told me that and communicated that to me and it made me respect her even more that she valued her time like okay yeah maybe I should have a bedtime and so she made it so firm I will never ask if we should start at eight anymore because I'm right. I res- I re- because I do respect her. And so yeah. a lot of times we let people um and I only and it's not really the letting people, it's more like you were saying, Kobe, it's us saying yes, 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 instead of saying, you know, I want to do this for you, but I can't do it past this time. Or I want to do this for you, but let me do it to this capacity, because if not, I can't, I'm gonna be stressed. And so, um, yes, I just wanted to say boundaries, creating boundaries also creates respect. People, you will gain the respect of other people because you're valuing yourself and your time and your morals, whatever it is. Yeah. To that. Yeah. It all, like yeah. those boundaries are so, so important because a lot of times I know for me, it's just like wanted to do this, be there, do this. And you no, know, really, you, you feel like you're helping. And maybe you may be helping other people, but in the long run, you're causing more stress for yourself. Like, even our, even if these are, you know, close people, but I love how you said it, it brought a sense of respect. And it's not, it's not that, that you know, it's, it's not that it's the end of the world. It's not that it's going to, you know, damper your relationship with something that, you know, the guilt that's being put on us, that's making us feel like, oh, this person is going to be upset with me or angry with me. It's really something that can cause this person to cultivate which is this huge amount of respect for you. And, you know, and like really admire you even more. So I think that's important that we do stand on our boundaries that we do set out for ourselves. And it's like, for me, that's something that I've been working on, especially more recent than ever, because I do have a lot more, you know, like all these things that you pray for. So now it's like with your your prayers coming into fruition, you have to really make sure you you have your boundaries 
um, tight, crisp, and you're like sticking to them because a lot of times for me, it, it's for it's, it's close family members. And so it's like, you have that emotional attachment. So, but even with the emotional attachment and okay, so let me give y'all an example. So of course, everyone knows now that I am pretty much my mom's primary caretaker, her care. And so it does feel like, you know, when I do need to like, okay, so the other day Jarvis and I had some plans and I was like, okay, I'm on my way. But every time my car cranks up, my mom thinks it's time for us to go. And so I'm just like, no, mom, you can't come today with it. She's like, no, let's go. I'm like, no, mom, it doesn't work that way. Like, I will come back. I'll pick you up later, you know, or something like that. And it's just like, but then it's like, oh, man, I, that little inkling coming in the back of my mind. Oh, should I left her by myself? And, and it's just like, okay, don't feel guilty. You can live your life. You know, it's not. It, and so it's like, but with keeping these boundaries, though, I realize, though, I'm, it's not the end of the world. I could see you tomorrow. Like, I'll be back. I'm not gone, like, forever. And so it's just, like, still keeping the firm boundaries. Like, if I said I'm going to do something, be there, show up, follow through, no matter, because life will still continue to, to push forward. And so it's realizing that if you do have to tell someone no because of a boundary you say, it's not the end of the world. Yes. So to bring everything together, y'all, the first A, because I have four of them, is avoid. So we're trying to avoid the situation, right? And um, that's just me. I like to be proactive versus reactive, but, you know, it it don't always happen that way. But we're going to try to avoid the situation by all costs by distinguishing the shoulds, what I should do and what I must do. So that's just the last thing I wanted to say with that for that avoid tiffany did you have something else before i go on to the next one no i want to say what do you mean the should do between the like what are the what's the difference between should do and must do so i'm trying to think of something in my personal life let's see um i should be <laughs> working on the, our key notes or something. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, no, no. I'll say this. I'll say this. I should be uh, making dinner right now or something. Making breakfast, but I must be on this this live right now. I have so just distinguishing in certain moments. What does my time need to be dedicated to right now? I don't know. That's probably a bad example. I'm trying to think of something else. But um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. But just in each moment when you are about to do things like that are, when you're thinking about the task that you have, that's just what I'm saying. Just think about what should I be, what could I be doing? Or maybe that's the, what, 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 what needs to be addressed right now? What can be you know, done? Yes. What is like the priority right now? Got you. Yeah, that's true. Because um, when we're doing all these other things, it's like, okay, I got you. So we on, we, I need to be doing the, sh- okay. Say you, I need to edit the podcast. Right. And then, mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, but before I edit the podcast though, I really should cook dinner <laughs> and, and I should probably work out. And I should probably clean up. And I should, and then you stress this whole time because you're doing everything else but what you really must do because it must be out on Tuesday. Yes. Everything else that you should probably do, 
Yes. But what is the priority? Yeah. So I'm yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like I said, that's number one. So if you can't avoid the situation now, let's say you are in the midst of this, you are in in some stuff. You can alter the situation. Okay. And this involves altering sometimes it can be just altering your perspective your mindset um being willing to compromise sometimes it's just as simple as um coming in you know just saying okay we're definitely not doing it that way we can't do it my way okay that's fine so let's what's the what's the middle what is the what is the alternative to fixing this situation or something like that and i'm trying to i i did not think about examples for these y'all i'm so sorry but altering the situation like physically altering your mindset those are just two ways that i try to alter stress in my life i think that's good because i was reading somewhere and we talked about this too it's just like knowing when to change your environment i know jazz um in the past you created a you change your entire environment to get out of a stressful situation and so mm-hmm. I guess having the confidence um to actually do that because a lot of times we're in these stressful situations you're at a stressful job you're in a stressful relationship you're in a stressful predicament but we don't pick ourselves up and take ourselves out of that predicament because this stressfulness is is familiar it's loving it it's it pays your bills um it's or comfortable or you're just simply so overwhelmed with the stress that you don't even see a way to to create a life filled with happiness because you just feel so overwhelmed in it and you feel like you know there's no escape and this is you know you you do feel it at time like I'm powerless it sometimes but realizing that all the your your very power to get out of the situation it all lies with how willing to still be happy still be thankful still like like we always say keep high vibrations in the midst of all of your stress still finding a way whether it's creating a schedule for your life whether it's staying with a group well right now with social distancing but whether being around people that really really make you feel uplifted but we we still have to be creative we still have to find ways to bring that euphoria right here with us in the current place that we're at so that we can carry that that energy to the place we're trying to go but if you don't first change your your inner world and even like your small like your small space whether it's just your room that you're living in creating that place or the if you only have an area that you're living in, make that area just the big place that it make you feel uplifted and positive. Or, you know, you have to make your surroundings and everything, your setting is best, I mean, with the resources you have to, to, to create that space, that safe space, that safe haven, so that you can get. I like that. I like that. And um, to add on to it, um, I think in the last part, in another podcast, we were talking about burnouts, right? And you all work, no play, right? That can create this burnout effect. So the alternative to that, to alter that situation, you create 
some downtime in your schedule. You create some family time. You create your work time. You create, you know, so that's what I mean by altering the situation. I wanted to give some actual some an example. Um, the other to alter your mindset, COVID-19. A lot of people are looking at this, you know, dang, you know, COVID stole, you know, this for me. It took, you know, this, my wedding, you know, my birthday, my trip, you know, my um, business or my work or money, you know, you can alter your mindset and say, okay, you know what, what are some things that I've been saying that I wanted to do? Now I have the time to work on that. Now I have the time to focus on that. Oh, I said I wanted to save money. I said I wanted to pay off some of this stuff. Instead of, you know, taking that money, oh, I got that refund from that flight. I'm about to take this money and, you know, invest it into my business, invest it into these debts, some of these debts I have or whatever. So altering your mindset and figuring out, okay, what, how can I change the situation for the positive for me or, you know, manipulate this in my favor, in my favor. Yeah, that's so true. It is a, this is the time. And then also, this is the time to, um, just because things are so weird, right? None of this mm-hmm. stuff has happened before. Like, maybe it has, but like a long, long time ago. Um, and so what I realized is now it's the time to not be normal. Now it's the time to step out of what society says our life is, which could a lot of times be stressful. We create the rules now for our lives we've always had it but now we have the time to really look and see like the way things were may not be the way things should be for you and for me so now I'm gonna create the life I want I'm gonna make the rules I don't like sometimes you could follow in the footsteps of other people and I think that's good too and to learn but also know that you could create a whole new system and sometimes a new system is what we need but also just going back to um, the creating your, your schedule and stuff like that, creating family time, creating leisure time, work time and stuff like that. That goes back to our last podcast, The Power of Working Backwards. If we know our goal for the day, how we want our life to look, then we could start creating and shifting that narrative. But also it's just like in the midst of that, that can be stressful too, because we're not going to always get it right. Sometimes we're not going to have enough time to spend with family and we're not going to have a, sometimes we have to skip a workout to finish up the priority, but also learning that you're going to have to find that balance. It's, it's going to take some trial and error. You're not going to make the perfect schedule at the right time. You're going to have to shift. So giving yourself that grace is part of that stress. You know, my favorite thing that Kobe said, we're human. We make mistakes, but we just have to keep navigating. Mm, that part, that part, like, and I love that you said that it's not going to be a perfect journey. It just ain't. And I feel like the the sooner that we really understand and realize that we are going to stumble and fall along our journey, and that's okay. It's just like there's there's this analogy, like, so if you're driving, you're going on a road trip. And like, let's say your destination, you, we in Houston, we trying to go from Houston to, to Florida. On our journey to Houston to Florida, we're going to have to stop. We gonna have to get some gas. We might even have to potentially take a nap or go to sleep or so. 
but does that mean we're not going to keep on moving forward to go and to, to get to where the destination that we're going? A lot of times we feel like when we get these stops in our journey, like we have to stop and have a pit stop and get gas. We like, oh, we feel like, okay, this is the end. We messed up. You know, we throw the whole project away. Like I'm not going to get there to that destination. But no, that's not to say like just because you have to stop, maybe that's a little, a little pit stop for you to readjust tweak a little thing here, maybe read up on some research. You might have to learn a new trade or not a new trade, but a new, a new way of doing things, a new, you know, a new method, a new something. So it's just like on our journey, we might even mess up. We might even lose some money. We may even, you know, a part of something might be gone or we might have to fix things to repair, but it teaches us this a very important thing. And it's such an important thing, especially if you're in any line of business, but it teaches us to do our due diligence. It yeah. teaches us to, to do our research. When we do make a mistake and we are going through that learning curve, it's like, okay, what did I learn? Okay, maybe, and sometimes the learning thing that we may need to learn may not even be as deep as like, I need to go read or take a course to learn how to do that. It could just simply be, I need to learn how to not care about what others think about me. I need to learn how to care, not <laughs> to care, like, it's, it could just be as, as minuscule, well, it seems as minuscule, but that you caring about what people seeing so much on the sidelines and how they don't believe in your business so much that you be like, or they feel like you're not qualified. You'd be like, okay, I'm not going to study today. I'm not in the mood, but that needs to be the fuel that gets you going to really be like, oh, <laughs> I mean, not even on that, but like still, you, you, it's like, it's up to you to believe in you and it's up to you to do your due diligence. And it's up to you to see it through. And so if, if no one in the whole entire world believes in you at first, it's still up to you to do whatever, it, by any means necessary, whatever it takes so that those people will eventually believe in you. Or even if they may never, you'll still feel fulfilled and achieve and accomplished because you actually did the thing that you set out. And it's something very, very powerful when we do what we say we're going to do and it actually becomes a, a reality it, it 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 does it transforms something in the brain it, it makes you feel like the, it gives you this sense of of trust it builds self trust because you know a lot of times we say things and we quote unquote let ourselves down because we don't do the things we say we're going to do but just really really doing the thing that we say we're going to do and in spite of whatever those that believe in us, whether we make a mistake, whether we have to take that pit stop, whatever the case may be, just still keep going. Beautiful, beautiful. And with that being said, um, I know you talked about a road trip and a journey. The third thing is to adapt. Adapt to the stressor. Sometimes you are on this journey, you're on that road, and it might be a little roadblock. It might be something in it. So what do you have to do? You have to adapt. You have to change your route. You have to adjust and adapt. And so that's another thing that we're doing through this time in COVID. We're adapting. A lot of people are not used to working from home. A lot of people are not used to technology. I know my mama is struggling right now trying to do Zoom calls and you know, work technology. And it's hard for her. But adaption is just one of those um, life skills that you need to survive. And if you don't, do that, you're not going to make it out here. You are just not going to make it. So a big one is adapting to your your 
stressor and changing yourself. Like you just going on to that point of learning those new skills and a, like it's going to be critical to your success and anything and, and just overcoming whatever stress it is in your life. Yes, I love all those A's. And I was wondering if one A popped into my head while you were talking. And I wonder if it was going to be one, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, one more. Oh, okay, okay, let me see. I wonder if it's the same thing. What is it? So I have one more. The last thing is accept the things you can't change. <laughs> that wasn't it, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we have avoid the unnecessary stress. We have, um, what was the second one? Alter the situation, adapt to the stressor, and then accept the things that you cannot change. Uh, I love that because, um, just not going to the other A yet, but accepting things that cannot change. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of not parallel to that, but what I'm realizing is like, Accepting is also feeling. Um, I think it's also a lot of times we can't avoid. We're trying to always be with our friends, always talk to someone, always making ourselves feel good. So we are avoiding the actual thing that's making us feel bad. But I think that sometimes when that sadness comes or that hurt and that pain comes, it's very important for us to feel it. To feel it because sometimes I feel like, you know, sometimes something pops into my head and I just like, wow, I, I'm really sad about this. But then it also makes me think like, well, I'm sad because I'm alive, but also when I feel it, it feels it, it does also fleet away. And I feel like until we feel the pain sometimes or the hurt or the sad or accept that, you know, this thing happened and say like, hey. I should be feeling this way. This yeah. happens. Um, exactly. I'm lying in bed at night and I feel some type of way. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes I have gratitude for that feeling. I'm like, okay, the, I'm feeling this. That means that it's fleeting from me, you know? Yes, 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 yes. And, then, and it's, this, this acceptance comes with those deeper problems. Like, you know, there's certain things that we can't change, like, we're gonna we're gonna get older. Like we're we can't go backwards. I know we wish we could go back to you know, nineteen ninety two and start all over and do it again. But <laughs> we just can't do it. We cannot do. It. I wish we could go back to two thousand ten and you know redo these last ten years. But we cannot. We, we're getting older, and so that's one thing we can't change. We can't change time. We can't change age. We can't change our past. Um, we can't uh, change death you know, divorce, you know, all those things. You just have to accept those things and say, okay, what did I learn? What did I take from that situation? You know, I forgive this person, you know, whatever it is. People have wronged us. People have done things to us that have caused us stress, that has caused us pain. And we just have to say, okay, this happened. This was life altering. This is, but I'm going to accept it and I am going to be better because of it. I'm going to you know, be wiser, stronger, smarter. And I love that you said that because a lot of stressors come because I think I think I wrote this down. It was in an article. It says worrying about things you control, like the state of your wait. 
never mind. When you stop worrying about the things you can't control, you have more time and energy to devote to devote to the things you do have control over. In this mm -hmm. reducing your potential. And I thought that was um and then it also says worrying stems from wanting to be in control. And so a lot of times we just feel like we need to control every situation, everything. But the thing, the fact of the matter is we can't control a lot of things. Like you were saying, we can't control the economy. We can't control um, the weather. We can't control, and this is a big one. We can't control other people's behavior. Yes, Tiff. Yes, Tiff. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You just have to forgive. You have to, you have to, have to say, okay, you know what? I forgive you or I don't. Like, and we try so and we really try so hard to control their behavior by doing things ourselves we think if we do i'm this type of woman then he'll never cheat on me nope <laughs> nah nigga <laughs> i'm sorry look it ain't got nothing to do with you bro I mean, you could co you could correct some things, sure. You could if I just drop it like this, you know, and you know, if I'm a lady in the streets, there ain't no way he gonna. But no, <laughs> girl, no. We at the end no. of the day, if you're doing that, all that to control what another person's doing, it's never gonna work. You still yeah. gonna be stressed about oh boy, he he what he or she does or having your boss think this type of way about you or hoping that they promote you or hoping that this person will like you just as a friend you know any of these things we cannot control what other people do and we we stress ourselves out trying to control other people's behavior but that, that really but that brings me to my next a that they need to add to the article. That is authenticity. And that is being authentic to yourself because when you're trying to put on a facade or be someone that you're not, that brings stress within yourself because you are creating something that is not truly you. And yep. so you have to continue being this thing that you're it's fake yeah it's fake it's it's fake okay i can't and so when you're able to be authentic with who you truly are you don't have the stress of being someone else but also being authentic on what you want to do it goes back to the boundaries right i authentically right. want to go to sleep at 10 p.m so i cannot do this i authentically don't want to take my mom everywhere. <laughs> I don't, you know, you know, I authentically don't want to do something or I do, or I authentically do want to do this thing. So right. authentic to or, your well. in a relationship. Want to just be based. But would you be like playing, oh, we can be friends. But no, I, I'm just authentically like I'm just saying I've been there. Like he be like, oh, let us see what we can oh, you just understand it. Oh, what's understood don't need to be explained. Okay. And you tell yourself that you don't you want this, y'all good. But knowing you want a whole husband, five kids, and a family and a dog. <laughs> Jazz, I was just thinking about this last night. Bro. Oh, I was 
I was thinking about this, okay? So I'm a real affectionate person. And what I crave more than everything was is, is, is intimacy. So I was just looking back at like the person I really, really, really liked, right? And so um, I just remember feeling stressed in the bed because he wasn't holding me. And I was like, I wanted someone that would not even hold like you. in bed. And I was telling myself, well, at least I'm over here. But I wasn't being authentic to like, what I really want is down. intimacy. Yes. I'm that mad. <laughs> I'm <laughs> mad. But also thinking, not being honest about what you really want in a relationship, a friendship, a business partnership, at a job, all of it. You try to let things, and that goes to the things of what can you control and what you can't control. What you can't control is not allowing people to treat you any type of way. Right. And I do want to say, no matter what side of the totem pole you're on, you're not wrong for feeling whatever way you, you feel. Like if you're being authentic, maybe you don't want a relationship and you're being authentic. There's nothing wrong, no matter which side of the skill you are, but making sure you are communicating, being authentic with parties that are involved so that it does eliminate like hurt harm. If you want to be at a, a job and you know, they're looking for somebody long-term and you don't want to be there long-term, there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you want to be somewhere long-term and they don't want you there long-term or you want to be um, eventually promoted and they don't want that. It's, just, it's no it's no hard feelings either way it goes. It's plenty of jobs, plenty of people, plenty of like, like we can have whatever we want, but we can't force something or someone to be something that we want it to be. And that's what we just have to keep in mind. And it goes to the, to the book, The Four Agreements, just not taking things personal. Just because you and someone else's you know beliefs and wants and desires don't align that's okay because we can attract anything that <laughs> that does align to us so it's just being okay and, and not you don't even have to have hard feelings you don't have to you know hate a, a situation a, a facility a school a, or a, a place a person or anything because they don't want what you want and just realizing that because I know I did go through that in, in my younger day you know thinking just because this person didn't want what I wanted, that they were a bad person, but that doesn't make them necessarily bad just because someone don't believe or want the same thing that you want. That's very true. That's very true. But also not letting your past experiences dictate your, your next experience. You know, I think a lot of times we get hurt by a situation um, from our past and thinking that's going to be prevalent in your future. And uh, that can be stressful. That can be stressful because now your your hope is gone about something mm. or your walls are up. And, and that's something that we have to talk out, something we have to alter our mind with, or we're going to keep going down that, that rabbit hole. And it's just very important for us to get out of it. But also... Just thinking about stressing about things is we absolutely have to talk about God because um, the dang Bible be saying, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, 
let your um, request be known to God. And a lot of times, like, that goes back to what we can control and what we can't. There's a lot of things that we've done. We apply for the job. We told the man our feelings. We, uh, we, we apologize to, for, to somebody who's done us wrong in the past. We do all these things that we can in our control. But after you've done all of those things and you're still worried, that space right there is what you have to give to God. You've done all you can. You sent out all the emails. You put your heart on the line. You did the dang thing. At some point, you're, you did the faith and you did the work. No, you did the works. So now you have to have the faith that God is going to handle the rest. And even when things that are going bad, we know, like we said in the last podcast, all of those things, they look bad right now. But you'll look back and you'll, you'll realize like, oh, this is why. So we have to keep that in the forefront of our mind. But there's going to be a point, y'all, you know, you're doing the best you can and you are putting in that work. But remember, faith without works is dead. So we got to do both. And then just relieve that. Stress is showing that you don't trust. You know, and it's a work of progress, of course. We're all in a work of progress, but you got to let it go. And then um, lastly, uh, I was just real reading like what, did Jesus, <laughs> how did Jesus handle stress? And um, they would say that he would walk through nature, he would go into solitude, and then he would commune with others. And so I think that if we really trying to be like Jesus, that's something that we have to do as well. It's like, it's okay to, to think on things, to go into solitude, because when you're in solitude, you really, that is when you're going to confront those real feelings and those those real stressors where that you have to face head on and then you can be able to think it through when you come together you're able to talk and look at people in the eyes and feel gratitude for being surrounded with the people you love and when you're walking in nature we already know that that is scientifically a stress reliever um so yeah just think about those things too oh and rest and rest actually taking time to rest and I know we always talk about like hey when you're stressed um I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one day or I'm gonna give you one week to just sleep eat what you want cry it out and I think that there is a real power to that (laughs) for real (laughs) um get it all out and then get back to the to the grind yeah dance it out twerk it out music um it's just so many I just there's so many different ways and for everyone in every situation like Kobe was saying earlier it's gonna be different for us all like you your, I think your soul your body knows what it needs at that time that it needs it it's just up to us to listen and be aware and to just do it like sometimes you might need to just go in that solitude and talk to God but then other times you might need to be around people just loving on you and other times you might need to hear your favorite you know nostalgic playlist or you know, other times you might need to write it out and just get it out. Because sometimes I do like to just do what I call like a a brain dump. And actually, I have my we have our students doing this at school with like different biology topics. Like you'll just say DNA and they'll write everything they can think about with DNA. But for me, like when I, I just use that thing when I'm feeling stressed, I just write everything out that's just bothering me. It don't make no sense. It don't even have to be in any format. It just be the first thing that come to mind, situation, person, place, random things, just dumping everything out of my brain with no particular 
format. And I just feel like so, so good. And like, sometimes I'll go back and read it, but then sometimes I, I won't. And it's just like, it just feels good to get it out. But it's just different things. That, that's the point we're making. Like, find healthy things, different things that would just help you relieve and release so that, you know, you feel relieved. Yes, yes. Like I said, I definitely wanted to give some practical um, solutions to coping to stress. But yes, you can definitely still use um, your senses and all of your senses to cope with stress. So your smell, you can burn a candle, you can go outside, get the smell of nature, whatever it is, you know, cook the home cooked food, you know, that might make you feel good. Um, touch, getting a massage, uh, petting your dog, um, <laughs> sight, uh, maybe you want to paint something, go outdoors and just look at this nice scenery, you know, go for a walk, whatever that is, movement, you talked about dancing, working out, doing that type of thing um sound listening to music putting on some soothing tunes or something like that so yes you can definitely use all those mechanisms to cope with stress and that's that's all i have i love that you said that because those things are you know we talked about changing our environment sometimes it have to be as big as like moving out or moving to another job but yeah like scientifically include jazz probably you know i'll always i always bring it back to jazz like if it has anything to do with science jazz will probably tell you but like the aromatherapy and things of that nature it does just imagine walking into your room and you smell jasmine in the air and it just is like i feel calm you know i have a clean space or i move in my body and so there's just these practical things that we can do on a daily basis to help our environment feel peaceful. I'm so glad you said daily basis because I did want to talk about um, being a strong person. There are certain things that I think we should already be equipped with, you know, praying, meditating, working out, you know, staying active, um, eating healthy. I know sometimes when you cope, we go to food, right? But if you already have those habits of eating healthy, then you, you might be stressed. But instead of going to that chocolate cake, you go eat some fruit and you, you know, really fuel your your brain and your mind so that you can go on and do the tasks that you need to do. So I definitely do think that there should already be certain healthy habits that, you know, practicing gratitude, you know, practicing positive thought, you know, positive affirmations. Those should already be things that you are doing so that when those stressful situations do come, you just like, okay, let me activate these, these, you know, was already what I'm already equipped with. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's good because, like, we got to stay strapped up, but, you know. Slapping you out of nowhere, it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm geared up. Come yeah. on, what? And that's real, that's real talk because I know when I feel some type of way, I'm calling my girls. I know I'm about to be on soul feeling. I'm about to do some journaling. I know I need to change my mindset. I know I need to go outside. I need, I know go back to like what I was saying at the beginning. What are your joy triggers? What are your stress relievers? And tap into those and make sure that they're healthy because a lot of times people cope with stress in an unhealthy way. Like you were saying, the chocolate cake. We want to vote. We want to do all this stuff, but take a drink. You know, take yeah. a drink. Get, going towards drugs but that is just going to be a spiral downward we need a spiral upward so we can get out of it you know what I mean and so 
replacing those negative coping habits with positive ones it has to be positive. It has to be healthy coping me mechanisms or it could be a downward spiral. And we, we don't want that. We want our soulmates to be. So make a conscious decision to put down that drink. Don't call up that man. Don't put, don't fulfill this boy with sex. Don't do it with drugs. How can you cope with these stressors in a healthy way? Yeah, exactly. I do. I brought that up because in, in, in realizing if these are habits that we're wanting to create so realizing in creating these habits like you I love that you mentioned Kobe answers like there should already be healthy habits in your daily life so even when you're not stressed it's important that you're building good habits so when the time that you actually do become stressed when you do want to go to these, you know, your lower habits, the habits that that we sometimes call bad habits, you want to create more good habits that can overpower it because that that can be the ultimate difference, whether it is, you know, as going back to the analogy on your road trip, whether you turn around or and go back to that the lifestyle or whether you propel forward. So yes. definitely healthy stressful mechanism and i like that you said go back me and my mom and we could do a whole other podcast on this later because we we have to but um my mom said i'm not going to be a pillar of salt and so basically when we go back to those unhealthy relationships and those unhealthy um coping mechanisms we're turning into that that is a we're turning to stone we're not we're not moving, we're stopping. It's gonna keep us there if we keep looking back at, oh, let me go into that relationship. Let me get back into that relationship. Let me take that drink. Let me do, 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 do. That's, you're gonna, don't, don't look back. Keep moving forward. Cause that, that, though you may get through the back stuff, that is gonna haunt you. We need to keep moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to say is I just want to end with a few scriptures. I was like, what what does the Bible say about stress? And so it just came up with these three scriptures these scriptures. It says, An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. And that just goes back to making sure that you are around people that could speak into you and that you're speaking into yourself and that you're altering these thoughts in your mind to be positive ones. And then it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And so that just goes back to saying, look, at the end of the day, we could be going through all this stuff, but we have to give it up to God. There's things that are out of control that we cannot, we don't have the power to, to, to really get through it unless we're leaning on God. So put those things, put, put all those fears up to God and see what he can do with it. And then also the one that I always say, do not be anxious for anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, with gratitude, present your request to God. So you're anxious about something. Don't be anxious for nothing, but pray about it. And with supplication, put in the work and be grateful for what you have. Let your request be known to God. And that's it. <laughs> That's all I got for y'all.
Alrighty. So, all right. It's already. So, so what time is it? It's affirmations, huh? It's affirmations, huh? It's affirmations. So, y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast off with a positive affirmation. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life in the good or you're transforming your life for the bad. Um, even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you feel in weak, not like your best self, down and out, sick and tired, stressed out, don't affirm those situations over your life. Instead, affirm uplifting things, letting yourself know things get better and better every day. Things always turn out for my good. I'm getting through this. I can do this. God got me. You know, say some positive things to turn the situation around. So it's three of us, and I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in or just whoever's divinely meant to be so who wants to go first with their positive affirmation hmm. I'll, I'll go i am okay. centering and balancing my life to decrease stress and increase peace Ooh. <laughs> I love it. oh me Okay, I put, I am putting in work and activate, I am putting my, I am putting in work and activating my faith and leaving the rest up to God. Yes, yes. Oh, all right, sis, let them know where to find us. You didn't say yours. I did, I said I'm blessed. Oh, girl, I hear that. I said I'm balanced, I'm balanced. Y'all didn't hear it? Oh, you're gonna need to say that affirmation with more mode. I didn't hear it either, right? <laughs> Maybe it fades out. That's weird. Yeah, the connection. It might be the connection. Y'all can't say that? No. <laughs> Whoa. That is crazy. Okay, so my affirmation was I am talented. Awesome. All right, guys, if you are watching us live on YouTube right now, which we do every Saturday morning, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave a comment as well. But if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe there as well. But if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, or even if you're not, go to the app and give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet because the more you write and the more you rank, the higher we go up and the more people get to listen to us. And of course, we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Go ahead and follow us there at Soul Filling Podcast. Share this, this podcast and we will reshare it. Let us know what you think and we'll talk about it. We are highly accessible. <laughs> um, so that's all I got for you guys. Until next time. All right, guys. We love you so much. <laughs>